Blog Talk Radio. You got to accentuate the positive feeling. Find the negative, latch on to the affirmative. Don't mess with Mister In Between. You gotta spread joy up to the maximum. Bring gloom down to the minimum. Have faith. A pandemonium liable to walk upon the scene. Thanks for joining us on Positively Affirmative. This is the show where we affirm you, our listening audience, with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness, challenges, and solutions. I am your host, Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute, along with Hasina Roach, Relational Consultant, and Wanda Miles, Talk Show Personality. We are proud to be relaunching Positively Affirmative, and we want to take a few minutes to formally introduce ourselves. Who wants to go first? Hasina? (laughs) I was just doing the introduction. I guess since I'm talking, I will now go first. (laughs) Okay. I'm Wanda. I'm uh, Wanda Miles. I uh, work for NPR here in Miami, Florida, and my favorite thing is to do is to raise spirits and to do radio fun things. So I have found the perfect people and the perfect place to make all that come together. I'm originally from Baltimore, and I've had 25 years in radio, most of it in music, but the last 10 years or so has been in talk radio, which is given me lots of things to talk about and explore. So that brings me here, and it's going to be a fun time. So now you want me to be (laughs) (laughs) Well, my name is Cecina Holch. I have my master's in marriage and family therapy. I actually received it here in South Florida at Novo Southeastern University. I've been working in the field for over 15 years as a mentor, caseworker, therapist, facilitator, professor, and advocate for children and families. I have volunteered in several different agencies, but the favorite one that I have is when I worked in Washington, D.C. at the Children's Rights Center, and I was able to do a symposium on Capitol I work very well with many different populations, and I'm here today because I am continuing to do my purpose and my passion of reaching out to others. Awesome. I want to hear about, you're also an author, so tell us a little bit about that. Well, I have two books that will be coming out. Um, The way I'm able to create, is by being in a stature of mindfulness and understanding vibrations. Working with different clients, things that have happened in my life, just watching people, observing people, I was able to be inspired. Um, I will be having two books published this year in 2015 called Reflections Through Spoken Words and Mind, Body, and Soul, a cookbook for those who want to live a simplistic vegan life. Fantastic. Yeah, that that's pretty awesome. Okay. 
And, and then I also want to say that you do butters. You know, you 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 do uh, you do a few other things. Let it, let us know. I think it's yeah. important. Oh well, I try. It's, I remember somebody said, "No, it's not good to be a jack of all trades." But I think because my passions pull me in different ways, and I'm still under that umbrella of what I feel my purpose is. Uh, I was diagnosed about three three and a half years ago with multiple sclerosis that minimized the toxins that were placed on my skin. It started with just body butter, and it moved from face wash to toner, and it's the best. It's all natural, and what I pride myself on is that I only use three ingredients to achieve this holistic success. And it's all again about a simplistic, natural lifestyle. That's it. Awesome. 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 Simplicity. Simplicity. Mhm, mhm, and I want to talk to you later to find out if you do workshops. I I'd love to learn how to to you know make butters. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Mhm. Um, okay. Well, my name is is Katrina Jones, and um, I have a passion for helping other people become their their best selves. Um, I am a certified life coach. Um, I'm an, also an educator. Uh, specializing with adults. Um, I'm the owner of Satari Life Skills Institute, located in uh, Lauder Hill, Florida, and we we educate uh, budding entrepreneurs and and those interested in personal and professional development. So I'm really excited about that. Um, really excited about that project. We will be, the Institute will be officially opening in January of 2005, so, you know, really interesting. Uh, we teach classes in, in business uh, planning, basic bookkeeping, networking, leadership, uh, money management, cultural diversity, and uh, hermetic yoga. So that that's a bit about me, and um, I'm really glad that all three of us are together because I think that we all have something to offer and um, just excited about, you know, being able to bring some great topics to our, our listening audience and, and to begin to have some dialogue with them as well. So today um, our show topic is Living Your Life on Purpose. And we're going to explore the questions, um, what is living life on purpose? What does it mean to you? Um, how can we know that our path, that the path we've chosen is the one that, that's in alignment with our dreams and our goals? How can we change our path if it, do, if it doesn't feel right? How do emotions and alignment work together? And, and what are some ways of knowing that, that uh, we're living our life on purpose? So um, as we begin, we're going to ask our our listening audience, you know, please blog in with us, um, call in with your questions or comments, and, um, you know, let's let's just dig into this topic. Now, a few um, guest housekeeping things I want to say, because we are heart-centered and always we always want to be respectful of each other um, and agree to disagree on on, on topics that, um, you know, we may have differences on because we are a diverse group and we are a global 
community. And, you know, because of that, our, our, our opinions will vary from, from person to person. So let's, you know, let's talk about living your life on purpose. Um, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to throw it out to um, to you ladies. You know, what what does that mean to you? I think it, for me, can you hear me? Yes. It's, uh, it's all about just getting up and living your day with joy and with intention. Like, I, I think beginning the day with some sort of, this is what I intend for my day, uh, and at least have joy as some part of that. That to find joy is definitely part of your day. So I think that that's a good start. Is to, to as simple as that is, is just to begin with the first ten, fifteen minutes of your day is just planning it, intending it. When I think about purpose, I think about before you even get into purpose, you need to know your passion. A lot of people do get up every day and they go to work and they're maybe not happy where they are in their life. So the first thing you need to do is find your passion so you can be on the road of your purpose and get exactly what you need. I like that. And something that you mentioned, um, Hasina, when when you were introducing yourself, you you said something to the effect of, "My passion has you know has taken me in different directions," and yeah. and, and I like that. Yeah, I like that because when we have a purpose, a lot of times, our you know we can have more than one purpose and or more than one passion. And and our life can go in different directions, um, you know, with that. But when I think about, you know, having a life on purpose, I think about being in alignment, um, living my life centered, living a, a, a love centered uh, life, and and I, I also think about energy and vibration. And. You know, for me, being in alignment or living my life on purpose doesn't necessarily mean that every day and, and, you know, 24 hours a day I'll feel in alignment or I'll feel, you know, high energy. But it does mean that the the majority of the time I am being mindful to how – life is making me feel, how certain situations in my life are affecting me, how it's making me feel, and moving towards uh, those things that make me feel good and those ideas and and those, um, mainly they come from ideas, but those, those thoughts that are really strong within me that tell me, you know, that just kind of, um, shine or really keep coming up over and over again and, and it's just telling me, you know, this is the direction you need to be going in. This is the thing that, that you need to be doing. Yeah. And I don't think it's always an easy thing to, well, in the beginning it's not always easy, I think, to live your life on purpose, you know, because sometimes I think we're living other people's dreams and, um, right. you know, kind of... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, living up to the expectations of, of others. 
That's what I was going to mention. Make sure it's your purpose and not what other people are purposing for you. It's also about taking responsibility for your life as well. And, like, once you, you know, instead of blaming and looking to everyone else for the answers or for the blame, once you take responsibility, then, you know, you kind of take your life in a direction and thus on purpose you're directing your life as opposed to just letting things kind of, I mean, I I think it's important to be open to uh, the magic of the universe, certainly, because we don't always know what, what the universe has in store for us, but on purpose is just being aware, being alert, being available to, to, you know, maybe it's a sign or if you believe in signs or just a feeling or, just something that says this this is it on purpose mm. okay, okay. I, I like what you were saying when you went back to the vibrations and I believe for you to be living in your purpose you need to be in a state of love a state of joy and I heard Wanda say joy but really you can you can do it you can do that by doing the little, little things. Maybe it's just taking a bubble bath or maybe being one with nature, stepping out on your patio, taking in the air, listening to birds, something simple, and then you can get there. If you're in a state of unhappiness, anger, hate, there's no way you can live your purpose. No, absolutely not. Hmm. You know that you know what what you're saying, Hasina, is is real interesting because um, you know a lot of times I I talk to people, um, you know, in, in my coaching practice, and then even as a as an as an instructor, and you know they'll, they'll say to me, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing, or I don't know. You know, or, you know, I'm trying to live my life on purpose or I'm trying to figure out what I'm supposed to be doing. But, you know, so many challenges or so many obstacles, you know, keep getting in the way. Yeah. And, yeah, and and you mentioned, mm -hmm, go ahead. No, I was just saying things like life and bills and things that, you know, you feel like you have to do and as opposed to you really want to do, that's where it becomes Mm -hmm. Deciphering, I think. Go on. I think everything is a perspective and an outlook. And I'm reading this book called Power. It's by, let me see if I get her name right, Rhonda Brines. Rhonda Brines, yeah. Yeah, she always talks about like attracts like. So, yes, we all have bills, we all have drama in our life, but it's what you do with it. Do you hold on to it for the rest of the day because something happened, or you let it go just like the wind blows? And when you're able to I do like that, that, things come out better. You can't – everybody has issues. You make the bad into good, and you don't stay there. And I think that's the difference. Like, you're living at a – you're at a job you don't care for. Okay, but I'm sure you can find something good in that job. You get a check yeah. every two weeks or every month or every week, whatever it is. Maybe you or have a couple of good coworkers. 
yeah, or just how good you are at your job. I think sometimes it's just to to concentrate and focus on how well you do your job and appreciate you doing your job. <laughs> if no one else right. is gonna, I, don't know. I have high five like moments that. with myself all day. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that. Um, and and I, you know, as you ladies are talking, you know it. You know what? What came to me is that it's so easy for me, um, and I and I don't do it now as as you know much as I have to admit I used to before I began to practice. But um, it, it, it sometimes it's so easy to compare ourselves to other people. Oh well, you know they're doing so good, or you know why can't I be doing that? And it, it's not about me. You know, it, 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 I have to learn how to mind my own business. And right. stay away from, you know, quit paying attention really to what other people are doing and focusing on me and, and what makes me feel good and what I need to be doing. And, and I hear you ladies saying, you know, look at what's going well. And, you know, it's kind of like if things are not going the way I want them to go, not focusing on what's what's not going well, but to focus on the things that are going well. And and doing mm. that more and more. It's true. I remember a quote I saw on Facebook, and I I'm sure I posted it, but of course I won't be able to find it in time. But they were talking about I don't have time to worry about what your grass looks like because I'm trying to take care of my own. You know that that quote about the grass is greener. That people always think the grass is greener on the other side, but sometimes yeah. you just need to focus on your own, mow your own lawn. <laughs> So that's what you have to do because once you start comparing, you're already out of alignment and your passion or the things that you want to come to you are not going to come to you. Hmm. And practice. Practice. And I heard one of you ladies say something that I feel like was really significant. Um, things that, you know, things may not always, well, how did, what did I hear? Things may not always be going well, but it's not, you know, it's not for me to look at why me or why is this happening to me, but the question is, what do I do with it? You know, the question is not why is this happening to me, but what do I do with this? How do I, how do I handle this? How do I, you know, how do I, you know, how do I focus on what I can get out of this or what's going well or, you know, that kind of thing. It's fire. I think it's, well, yeah. It's fire and Katie that says loving what is, just loving. It is what it is. So figure out a way to love it. Maybe. Yeah, live, live and let live. But also, I think everything is a lesson. Everything is a lesson. I know we spoke about this before with me having multiple sclerosis, and you know, I could choose to damn this situation or take it and say, you know what, I'm gonna get the best out of this. And the best part was that I got to spend more time with my son and really cultivate my son's mind the way I wanted it to be. So, you know, he's been writing his name since he's three, and he's reading, and he's writing, and he's doing things I never expected for him to do. And if I was working again in corporate and running all over the place, I wouldn't have time for my son. So I appreciate the break, per se, (laughs) of having multiple sclerosis. So. You have to think about what is the lesson. Some people think yeah. it's a pushback, but sometimes it's a good pushback. 
Yeah. Byron Katie. Byron Katie. Good good author for that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, so, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I, I agree. Let, but let you know, we talk about you know living life on purpose and, and what does it mean. Um, in in my mind, when you live on purpose, it's 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 the total opposite of being resistant, living in resistance, or living my life situationally, opposed to living my life mindfully or, you know, with, with intention. And, you know, let's talk a little bit about resistance, you know, what it is and, um, you know, what it looks like and, and what purpose it serves. Does it serve a purpose at all? You know, mm-hmm. and... Um, well, I, I guess like the re- always a yin and yang, right? It's always a yin and yang life. You can't get away from the good and the bad, the easy, the difficult. That's just how life balances itself out. And it it just teaches you to alter your perspective. But if you're seeing something and you're feeling poorly about it or bad about it, then you're obviously not looking at it the way I guess source or the universe or God looks at it. And so it's just, you need to just change your perspective. For me, that's just a sign that I'm not, I'm not seeing things the way I should see them. Right. Makes perfect sense. So the resistance is kind of like a yellow light, maybe, Uh, or some sort of signal, (laughs) traffic signal. Slow down, pay attention, wake up, I don't know. And, and resistance can show itself in in in, in many different emotions: um, worry, yep. fear, anxiety, negativity, yeah. uh, jealousy, depression. You know, so many ways that resistance um, presents. You know, presents itself, and it doesn't feel good. Um, yeah, that's it. But that's, it does. It. Yeah, that, yeah, it doesn't feel good. But it does serve a purpose. You know, it kind of serves a purpose to to let us know that um, you know when I don't feel good, if that's a, a a sign or a signal to let me know that um, you know I maybe I need to take a different path, or or you know do something um, a bit different, or just think think on things maybe, differently, or maybe just think mm-hmm. about something different <laughs> at the moment. Ah. Take my mind off the subject totally. Take take your mind off the subject and go take a nice little run with a dog. It's always dogs with me, with your son or with your grandkids, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. There's my dog. (laughs) Okay, okay. So, um... You know, living your life on purpose, a, a lot of times I believe that, I believe a lack of clarity or a lack of vision um, can prevent us from moving forward um, in the ways that we would desire to to to, to live. And, um, you know, 
I think that for me in my life, it's been really important for me to look at different situations in my life as growth, as as me growing, and not that you know, not that my goals or my dreams won't materialize or can't materialize, but that um, it's a process, and I'm going through the process. You know, and a lot of times I have to be patient through the process cause, because things don't always necessarily materialize the way I think they should or in the timing that I want them, I want it to. What do you ladies think about that? I believe, like, and I, I know I said it before in other discussions we have, when I have to go back to, because I'm, I'm Hearing the audience, and I feel like they would say, well, you're talking about passion, you're talking about passion. I don't even know how to get there. I don't even know how to start that. I think we need to step back for a second before we get into anything else and say, how do you find your passion? What do you do to signal in more that this is what you want in your life? And before I was talking about some of the mantras that I do with clients, and I have a four-step series that I use. I use the Myers-Briggs. There's a short Myers-Briggs. So they need to know that first before we are talking about, you know, being in their mind and doing this and doing that because if you don't know your passion, how are you going to get there? Uh, okay, now I know it's going to be resistance, but take it as a lesson and things like that. We have to be very careful when we're giving out this information that they should understand. How do I find my passion first? What do I do? Because I'm sure the people that clicked in, they're like, mm, okay, I'm waiting for these people to tell me how I can get it first. Because I think we're maybe on another level, and we're still, even though we're on another level, we're still working it ourselves and learning everything too. So these people, they want to know. So we got to go back to that before, I believe. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. So, and, you know, audience, um, if you're listening, if you have any opinions or thoughts, you know, feel free to call in. Um, Our call-in number is 929-477-3307. So, let me, let me, um, you mentioned... Wanda, you know, um, the Myers-Briggs, which is a type of assessment that helps us to know what our strengths are. Is that right, Myers-Briggs? Yes. It was Athena. But, um, yes, oh, yes, it's a career assessment that they do. Usually, I believe I did it when I was getting my associate's degree, and it's a great mm-hmm. starting It's very long, though. So when I work with my clients, I don't give them the Myers-Briggs. short Myers-Briggs that you can find online that gives maybe less than the same questions. And with that, you can have an umbrella of careers that can work for you. Not to say it's going to be a full keyhole, okay, turn it, this is what you want to do. But at least it will give you an idea of, okay, I like this type of work versus that kind of work. And then we have to get away from work. It's not about Work. You you need to pay your bills, yeah. But you want to find some type of gratification in what you do, regardless yeah. of what. 
you know, I, I like that. Mm-hmm. Were you saying no, something, Wanda? No, I'm, I was just agreeing, actually. I, I think, you know, that's a good start. If it starts with a test, yeah. And Hasina, I like what I like what you say um, because passion passion is about using our 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 gifts and our skills and our talents. And I think a lot of times um, we owe it to ourselves to tap into our natural gifts, those things that we do that when we do them are our hobbies, and uh, when we do those things, we lose track of time. Exactly. You know. Yeah, you know, some people cook and you know, when they cook they, they they love it and you know, when people eat their food, um, you know, some people paint, never took a lesson in their life or they've they've taken lessons and you know, the when, the finished product is just awesome. Um, you know, right. everybody we we all have them. We all have gifts. And yeah. uh, I, I think a big part of finding our passion is tapping into what are my gifts? What are those things that make me happy? What are those hobbies? What are those things that I, I would do for free? You know, somebody wondering if I could may do pay something. Exactly. Mm-hmm. If I could do it all day and not make money. <laughs> yeah. If I could do it all day and not make money, what would it be? Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's really important. Uh, really important. So um, how do we know, you know, how do we know that we've tapped into our purpose? You know, what were some signs for you ladies? Because, you know, we're, we're all kind of pretty much doing the things that we love. So how do, how I do think you know so. that? Mm-hmm. I think I when we're vibrating on a very high level um, of love, I have many, I had a client I remember one time, she, I'm just doing what I usually do, and she said, you must go to church. What church do you go to? And she wanted me to tell her because she felt like I was so nice. Or the time where I was tapped to go and do a training at the Multiple Sclerosis Society with an intern, and that just made me feel like I was on cloud nine. People will know, and you will know. And you'll know you'll be vibrating on a high level, such as joy and love. People will notice, and you will notice. Because you're doing you're doing that thing that makes you feel good, right? And, and it just it's easy I, for me. It's always it just comes easy, and it flows, and it doesn't. For me, because it's always generally speaking, or I'm speaking, or just being really so I think the flow of it and it doesn't seem hard I I think ease is a, an important word when you're in your purpose because it it should come easy it shouldn't yeah it shouldn't be something that you have to I mean I, I believe that you do have to work for things but I just don't think it should be an uphill climb for if you're living your purpose yeah, I, could could be wrong ease. I was thinking I was thinking in my mind, ease and flow, ease and flow, ease and flow. <laughs> and and I, you know, and I think a lot of times, um, you know, people don't want to volunteer their time. 
And right. I think that's such a, a disservice because often when we when we volunteer our time, um, it helps us to figure out those things that we love to do, and also it gives us opportunity to do those things. And and for me, really interesting, the the folks that I uh, know and have met who are following their passion. Not only do they get paid to do it, but they do things for free as well. So that it's not just about the money. No. You know, it's right. not it's not just about the money. It's about actually just doing those things that 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 they love. Right. And that's true. That, that's so cool. Yeah. For me, like I get to, um, if it's speaking, I, I get to go and do public uh, events for causes that I believe in. So I think sometimes getting involved with charities that you that you care. I mean, animals for me and kids and the environment. I love to give of myself and my time. And since my thing is speaking, public speaking or things like that, I can go and find ways to, you know, host events or whatever things like that, but there's always things that you can do in your community that you'll meet people. I mean, it'll you will get back more than you think you'll get back, even though you're giving. Because honestly, our time is one of our most, is if not our most valuable commodity, um, it's certainly up there. So when you give your time and your heart, the rewards are just, are always pretty awesome. Right. Definitely being in service. Volunteer, I don't know, that word always makes me, like, think of my high school clients that have to get their 40 hours for them to graduate. So I like yes. being of service just okay. comes off nicely to me because then it's not with a hidden agenda. It's what you just want to do because you want to do it versus, oh, okay. I got to do this for maybe I have, um, I'm on probation or maybe because I have to finish this requirement for high school or I have to do this for my kids so I have to volunteer at the school for a certain amount of hours. It's different and if you're, you say, yeah, if you're at service, you can give more of your, you can give money. I mean, of services, it, it's a bigger umbrella, I think, so it's even a better word. Sure. Hmm. Yeah, it could be with services, without, yep. Yeah. Yeah, but um yeah, so you know, time, service and I've known I've known a lot of people I've known a lot of people who volunteered their services, they end up getting hired. You know, yeah. and, 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 and you know, within a position that is something that they really love to do. And mm-hmm. volunteer and help them to put their foot in the door of being right. able to do that, that thing and and even with myself, you know, I volunteer to, to teach classes, uh, you know, for different places. And, and as a result, uh, you know, sometimes it's just been strictly volunteers and volunteer. And then there have been other times where it's, it's turned into paid work. Right. You know, but, but I did it, my intention, you know, I, I did it with the intention of providing service and, and being able to help somebody, you know, being right. able to help somebody. So I, I think that is a hidden you know, community service or, you know, volunteering, it used to be a civic 
responsibility that was promoted, you know, and I don't want to say expected, but, you know, it was just promoted that that's just something that we would do to give back. Um, but I, I just think it's not as promoted as much as it used to be. But, um, you know, definitely another way of of living life on purpose. Uh, definitely another way. So, you know, let, let's talk about, um, you know, dreams and, and goals and uh, how to turn, how to, you know, how to turn our our goals and our dreams into our our passions. Um, and again, you know, you ladies, you know, we've been able to do some things um, in our life that has allowed us to, you know, to to live our life on purpose. And I mean, it's a journey. It's it's an ongoing journey. So you know, you never so, get yeah. it right, and you're totally right, and and you know, it never ends. It, it never ends. But what are some things that that, that you've done to, um, you know, to kind of bring your dreams or your goals into reality? I believe wow. it's, a, it's a daily practice. Yeah. And when, first when you said it, I was like dreams mm-hmm. and the passions. And then I thought literally. So I'm sitting here and I'm like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I started doing the body butter and when I did the body scrub, I remember I was here where I'm at in my bed and I said, son just woke me up in the middle of the night and they said, do it with this ingredient, this essential oil and this essential oil and you can use this type of scrub and add the the shea butter and the olive oil with it together and it'll be really, really good. And then I started sharing it with people, and they loved it, and they're like, my skin feels good, and even when people touch my skin, they're like, your skin is so soft, it's soft like a baby, and even my son would say that, mommy, your skin is soft, and I'm like, wow, and this was <laughs> from years ago, but I was woken up out of bed, when you know this is what you should yes. be doing, that's you'll be woken up out of bed, <laughs> that that's a really into your passion, okay. definitely. So, you know, I'm hearing uh, inspiration. You were inspired. You know, you say something woke me up and told me, you know, here's what you need to do, and you listen to that. And I yeah. and I think a lot of times we don't listen to our, our inspiration. You know, when we are inspired to do something, mm-hmm. um, are we are we listening to that inspiration and are we taking action? I think that's no. Definitely. You have to be still. When you're doing that non-mind, how do I explain it? When you're not using your mind, like let's say you're not typing on a computer or doing some type of calculation, let's say as simple as taking a shower or washing the dishes, and when you hear Mm -hmm. that little, that's when you know you're on point and that little voice is telling you to do it, but then you have to do it. (laughs) Or at least write it down. (laughs) Yeah. Wanda, you were going to say something, right? No, I was going to say, or at least write it down. I mean, for me, I, I'm constantly awoken in the middle of the night for things. I'm like, I'll remember it, I'll remember it, and then I don't. Yeah. So, you know, the, the, definitely I keep things 
pieces of paper by my on my person. I try to at all times, and something by my bed, definitely, mm-hmm. so I can at least roll over and scribble. Yeah, uh, I like that. It's, it's it's really so many little things that you need to do because the the nudges are are quiet sometimes, and and they sometimes will say that still small voice. I mean. The universe doesn't really try and knock your head over to get your attention. It will, and usually those are in those manners. It's usually illness or things you don't want. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, subtle signs yeah, are are kind of they're kind of there, really, if you're just open to them, paying attention. Yeah, and maybe I like that. Go ahead, Christina. No, I was going to say, when you were talking about your dreams, and I had mentioned for you to hear your dreams or even a dream or to hear that small voice, you have to be still. And maybe the audience doesn't understand what it is to be still. Um, Maybe we should talk about that part. What do you think? Absolutely. Because it's a challenge. (laughs) It can be. It definitely can be. What do you guys do to be still? That's That's tricky. You know, for me, I know writing is a uh, is is a way that I can get in touch a little bit better. And someone said to me a few weeks ago about coloring, which I want to try, like a coloring book, mm-hmm. and just it's that it was somewhat meditative and just getting in. If you need to just withdraw or get within, go within, uh, get a coloring book and color, or write, or let it come out through your I guess your body somehow dancing sometimes is really meditative for me as well. So oh, yeah. Being, that's so right there, physical. Wanda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say the same thing. Meditating, you could actually meditate or just be still. As you said, what I like to do is to doodle. So on the corner yeah. of my pages, you'll always see these little drawings, and they're actually cute. <laughs> little monsters, but curly cues and stuff like that and that's when I can be still or as simple as I said being in the shower you really have to try to shut everything else down because our especially I think as women we like think a mile a minute and when we can slow that down we can get there just deep breathing take a few deep breaths too that's always important Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can I can remember a few, uh, some years ago when I was in school for my um, my bachelor's degree because I was a health major, and we had I was I, we had this uh, class about stress management and one of our exercises was to meditate for a certain amount of days and and I can remember writing it it was the hardest exercise that I never did you know. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah, because for me it was I couldn't I, I couldn't understand how do I you know, how do I just do nothing? How do I slow my thinking down? And but um as the years passed and, and I've um began to get more involved in my self care and you know, through talking to others who uh practice, you know, different forms of relaxation and, and meditation you know, I've learned that our our mind never really stops um, thinking. But no. for me, in meditation, yeah. But for me, in meditation, is you know, what am I ch- what am I choosing to think on? So, 
so for for me um in the mornings, one of the practices that I've uh, gotten into the habit of doing is when I wake up, just taking about five or ten minutes just to focus on my breath, you know, breathing mm-hmm. in and breathing out, you know, or, you know, focusing on, um, you know, focusing on a, a, a positive thought or, you know, something um you know, or if I've got my candle uh, lit, you know, just focusing on the flame. But but yeah. just, you know, focusing my mind, or even it, it could be even on certain soothing music, mm-hmm. you know, but something that, you know, and it, what it does for me is it takes my mind off of worries and problems for a small amount of time. You know, and it just kind of allows my mind to uh, to refocus. You know, just to regenerate and 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 to kind of like um, to to I get this this um, picture of my mind just kind of shaking out all the gunk <laughs> up there. You know, and and mm-hmm. for me, you know, for me that's what that's what meditation does. But also for me, yoga is a type of meditation. Mm-hmm. And, and my my yoga teacher says that meditation is a walk. Yoga is a walking meditation. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it or moving meditation. So it is. It, it you know those those are my practices um, or practices that you know so far um, I uh, you know put in my life to to just help me to stay healthy. Um, you know, mentally and mentally and physically and spiritually. You know, because when we talk about living our life on purpose and, and creating the life that 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 you love, you know, it's about looking at all these other areas of our life as well, and and mm-hmm. figuring out, um, you know, in my relationships, am I, you know, do I have the kind of, re- am I fostering the kind of relationships that, um that I want to have in my life, um, you know, with my health, am I am I eating the way that I really want to eat? Am I exercising? Am I really taking care of my body? Um, so it, it, it's looking at at ourselves in a holistic perspective, and you know, if there are areas in my life that I may not be strong in, you know asking myself the question, you know, what what steps do I need to take in order to, you know, build this area up? Right. Um, you know, because it's not one or two things isolated. You know, living a life on purpose, um, it really is about us being able to um, mindfully and consciously Look at all the areas of our life and, and make sure that we're on on balance as as best as possible. Right. Uh, I love when you're talking about um, yoga because um, I also do yoga twice a week, and sometimes I'm sitting there and there she's like, focus on something in the room because you're feeling the burn and your leg is up in the air or whatever position you're in, and you're ready to drop. But when you focus on that, that, like, gives a peace and, like, a stillness that is, like, awesome. 
And also music, as you were saying, I was like, man, music is awesome. Music is therapy in itself. It really is. Maybe some of the old school music from high school or, you know, maybe some of the things that your parents used to listen to and you actually like it too. I love that. Love it, love it, love it. I love music. And music can definitely put you in a good space. Actually, a good space or a bad space. I remember, Wanda, you were talking about this with uh, Shonda Rhimes and watching certain shows with her and the vibrations that can come off of that. So that's it really brought that back to me. Well, I structure that in certain times of the day. Now, Wanda, Wanda, I want you ladies to know I'm gonna I'm gonna drop off, but only because um, there's a caller in queue, and I just want to see if they have something to say. So I'll be right back. Okay. Okay then. Go all ahead, right. finish. <laughs> so I'm hearing so, about all these practices, and I'm realizing that I really don't have one specific practice. I just do different things to get myself into a place of joy, but I'm thinking maybe I should have just a routine. I think I've always been a a creature of (laughs) non-habit. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm trying to create a ritual, or I shouldn't say trying. I'm working towards making a ritual of now going out, exercising in the morning, coming back, doing a little meditative just for like 10, 15 minutes, and then doing my mantra, taking my shower, starting my day, getting my son ready for school. So that way I will already be centered and balanced before my day starts because I'm sure you know when you're rushing to work because you start work early. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, my gosh, I missed the alarm or something happened. and Yeah. Yeah. We get... Busy, but then you know, not to kick ourselves if it doesn't go the way we want it to go, too. Right? Yeah, I think I think that's what makes it hard since my day starts so early. I I I just find peacefulness in that time of the morning. Quite honestly, four o'clock, three thirty in the morning is just such a quiet and really quiet, peaceful time. Just to drive around town, even I don't normally I don't like driving on the roads at all. But if I'm going to do it, that's really the best time. So I, I kind of almost find my morning routine of just getting up and to work <laughs> kind of mm-hmm. a, I might be doing it in a meditative state. Is that probably a wise idea? But it seems to work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When you're driving, yeah. sometimes think about the yeah. times when you're driving and you make it home and you're like, how did I get here? <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So many things I, I thought of on the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But music is... Music certainly is a – I have play, certain playlists for certain – I mean, generally the mood is I want to feel good. So I have right. I'm feeling good playlists. Right. Yeah, so it's true. I mean. And I remember last time – what else did she talk about before? I remember her talking about things such as how do you know you're living in your purpose. I think we kind of went over it, but I know it has to be uh, – Certain things have to be put, and I think this is what she was talking about with resistance. And I remember the last time I was talking about the hierarchy of needs from Maslow's um, theory. And first you have to your food, your water, sleeping, and things like that. That's the first level. So if that's out, where your shelter, sleep, and food is out, then you're already a little mixed up. Let's say you got that one. So you go into the next step. 
happen. You think about safety. You have your employment. You have your resources. You have mm-hmm. your spiritual practice. You have your family. You have your health. Then the next one is loving and belonging. Is when you have the friends that you need to have in your life, you have the sexual intimacy with that significant other of yours, you have a good family bearing, and it doesn't mean that you're good with all your family because everybody has Uncle Bob in the, yeah. the family. Like, okay, let's stay away from. But yeah. if you have that, then it stacks on top of that, and they talk about esteem. And talking to a girlfriend of mine, and she was telling me about a friend. And I said, I think something's going on with her confidence, self-esteem, the achievement, the respect of others. I don't think she feels that she has that. So if you don't have those building blocks first, it's hard to be living on purpose or in your passion. And then the last one I remember I was talking about, and I believe we all touch it, but then we go back down. We touch it, and then we go back down. It's a, hmm. it's a challenge that we have to, like, tangle with all the time, but self-actualization with creativity, as we were talking about with the arts and things, spontaneity, problem-solving, the lack of prejudice, and the acceptance of facts. And that is huge. I would definitely the, say that. The last one was acceptance of facts? Is that what Yes, acceptance okay. of facts. Even okay. saying that sounds scary, doesn't it? <laughs> What are the facts? <laughs> wow. Accepting the facts. Can you change the facts? And that's the thing. I guess it matters on who you're dealing with at the time because I know I'm not the same person I was when I was 20 and I thought it was certain facts to where I am now. Definitely not. So the facts, I believe, can change big okay. time. So what do you think about that nice model? I I love this model. This is something that I use with my clients a lot, and I have to go back and look at it and see if I'm not building up to that on a daily basis. No, I'm sorry. Did you ask, were you talking to me, Justina? Yes. Or were you talking oh, to Wanda? Yeah, I'm back, but I, I, there's, another, there's, there's another caller, and I'm going to see if they want to come online. Go ahead, Wanda. What? Now I'm lost. What happened? What's going on? <laughs> We're talking what, about you know, the, the hierarchy of needs, Wanda. <laughs> and what we are talking about the stepping stones. Those stepping stones, if those things are out of alignment, how can you yes. be on your function? And maybe how can you, like, I think one that a lot of people, most of, most of us, most of us, not all of us, but we usually have the security of the food and the property yeah. and the employment. So then when we get to those next two, before we get to self-actualization, is the love and belonging aspect, where maybe there's a dysfunction and your friends are a little funky and maybe your sexual intimacy is off. What about that? That's me. That's me. That's the one i got to work on. What are you working on to get it where you want it to be so we can share it with the audience? Because I'm sure a lot of people go up and down so in this app. Now I become the experiment. That's awesome. Um, it's okay. I, you know, you know, it's fine. It's perfect. I, I can use all the help I can get. I, I think I'm not sure that it's tied into my schedule, but I just don't get out a lot. And I, I'm, so I'm trying to make myself take 
some extra hours maybe and go out in the evenings, you know, make sure I get some sleep or just try and get out more. I I work a lot or I just work weird hours. So, and, you know, you're beating the bell that a lot of people beat, though. You're you're thinking you're alone, and remember, we're never alone in this situation. There's so many people dealing with what you're talking about right now. You know, think about it. So ladies, yeah. so ladies, I'm I'm back, and I'm going to ask you to kind of bring me up to speed just a bit about what you're talking about, and also I want you to know that uh, we have Butterfly on the line, and um, so Butterfly, she is a um, she's a, a local poet um, in the South Florida area, but and she's going to be on our show in the next couple of weeks. So, um, but she's she's with us to you know kind of give her input on living a life on purpose. Okay. Hey, Butterfly. Ahead. Hello. <laughs> How you doing? Butterfly. Is she there? Can you hear me? That's Sloan. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Butterfly. Are you still? Hi. How you doing? I'm doing good. I I'm listening definitely to the young lady who expressed that she needs to get out more, and. One thing that we as human beings or individuals, honestly, we have too many crutches and we make up too many excuses of why we're not fulfilling our purpose. And that is one of them. You know, I work crazy hours, you know, this, that. And when you really sit back and and think about it, you know, that's so much time that has been wasted, that you could have been, you know, putting that energy towards your purpose. It's just like Wanda Sykes said the other day. She said, you know, find your passion and go for it because at the end of the day, what do you have to lose? You right. know, it's, that, that T word is very important, and I know you're like, what is the T word? Try. Mm-hmm. We, don't, we don't make an attempt to at least, try, and we have to stop looking for validation, whether you believe, you do not believe, the moment that you were placed in the womb that you chose, because believe it or not, yes, we do pick our parents and where we want to come from as far as into the world. So once you're placed in your mother's womb, everything for you and about you is placed inside of you as well. All of your potential, all of your talents, all of your dreams. So as time progresses, you know, of course, age, that's when it's up to you to start taking note of what it is that you like to do the most or you have a passion for that thing that you you sleep on it, you talk about it, you think on it 24-8, even 7, you give yourself an extra day. And that's what you focus on and you begin to bring it to reality and make it manifest. You don't, you know, ask your friend, so what do you think of this? And you don't ask a family member, so what do you think of this? Because, you know, opinions are a beautiful thing. But, again, it was given to you. Nobody needs to validate it. Your creator validated for you already when he gave it to you. So you just have to bring it to fruition. Mm. That goes back to what we were talking about before when she when you started on it, we were talking about the friendship, family and sexual intimacy, but then it goes back to what you're saying, Butterfly, about self esteem 
confidence, achievement, respect of others, respect by others. Right. And those are two building blocks that we were just talking about. So, Wanda, what do you think? Um, I need to get out more. <laughs> I, I'm there. I'm there. I'm ready. I'm, I'm going to go out when we're done. And it's so funny. My girlfriend, Alana Butterfly, you know her. We yes. don't. Alana DeCosta? Yes. Yeah. We don't say try. We know each other too, Butterfly, but we don't say try. We say we're working on, we're working towards. There's no try in this life. It's either you're Only doing do. it or you're not. Right. Yoda. Well, no, you. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, you we have to do, but it, you, it still starts with a try. You have to try it. It's. I mean, it's like it's like if someone, you know, you go to an event where there's different dishes on the table, and let's say hypothetically, okay, potato salad, and you've never ever had potato salad. So to say you don't like potato salad. You can't say that because you never tried it to know that you don't like it. You know, it's all a matter of taste and acquirement. You know, like myself, you know, I'm not a drinker. My my father scarred me <laughs> as a child, you know. And mm-hmm. so it's an acquired taste. Um, mm-hmm. So, yes, there is try in life. Um, and that's just it. We as human beings and individuals, most of us don't do that. I'll give I'll give you an example that is very simple, but a matter of how quickly we give up um, when we are we're not able to do or things are not happening for us. I was actually coming home one day down the main street, and I was about to approach the traffic light, and I saw two young boys. Um, I would give them between 10 to a maximum of 12 years of age. One was slim and slender bill. The other one was a little bit, you know, on the heavy side. Not, not, you know, not fat, but just a big boy. And so, you know, naturally as we were kids, you know, you take the shortcut home, you know, and that kind of thing. So they had gone to the store, you know, corner store in the neighborhood, and so they were coming back home to, you know, the apartment complex where they live. So... They, you know, well, the heavyset guy, he, you know, jumped the fence. The slender bill guy, he attempted to jump the fence, but he couldn't get over. And so, you know, I saw his motion and his attitude of like, you know, forget it. So sure enough, I threw, I put my hazard lights on and I put my car, you know, in park and I rolled my window down and I said, go back. I say, go back. I say, I'm not going to sit here and allow you to give up on yourself that easily. Go back and try again. And sure enough, he looked at me in a manner of like, who are you, you know, kind of thing. You know how these kids are today. But he (laughs) attempted, didn't get over, but still that second time he did his body in a manner that he needed to, and he got over and he looked back at me, and he threw his thumb up in a manner of like, thanks, you know? Wow. And so, yeah, just something that simple. And we as individuals, we don't do that enough for each other. It's, my saying is this. It's hard to push yourself because your feet are in front of you. Yes. How about this, guys? Remember what we were talking about last time in regards to this of Wanda, remember about being a kid and all the risks you would take then and you didn't yeah, think yeah. about 
at it when you were older now and say, I would never jump out of an airplane. You crazy? But, you know. <laughs> exactly. We have exactly. to look at it. Yeah. yeah. We got to get to that space of being a child and saying, oh, I want to do this, so let's do it. Fearless. Right. Let's be fearless. I, I like that. You know, seeing the fun in it. You know, looking at looking at you know what could go right instead of looking at what could go wrong. Paying you know paying attention to what could go right. You right. Know, mm-hmm. um, but butterfly, as you were talking, what came to me was mentorship, and you know that's something that mm-hmm. we don't do enough of with each other as well. Right. And I um, think that we do need to support each other and encourage each other to to live our life on passion or, you know, when we see each other um, working towards our goals and our dreams, you know, being able to breathe life into it, you know, opposed right. to telling somebody what they can't do or what won't happen or, you know, getting jealous and, you know, all those emotions that don't really work for us. Um, well, well know, Les Brown Les, you know, Les Brown was the guest speaker today, and he told us, you know, something that we, we well, I, I do it, you know, and I've been doing it. I, I, I have, you know, several people through the years, you know, that have come back and say thank you for pushing me because I am. I am that one that I will see in you what, you know, I think you should be seeing in yourself, but you don't. And that's what Les Brown said to, today. He said you need to... Find someone that sees in you what you don't see in yourself, and and, and be pushed. Awesome. Allow yourself to be pushed. Mhm. Very true. And, and see what happens too is a lot of reasons. A lot of the times, most people stand back from wanting to mentor or guide for possibly the person saying, oh, who you think you are or, you know, oh, you think you know it all. And that's not the case. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's not the case. When you – I always think of the movie Love and Basketball. Oh, and, one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite. That's my – I could watch that movie over and over. And I always find something new. Literally, I've watched that movie over 100-plus times and I still be like, oh, I don't remember that. Oh, that that kind of thing. But the one thing that sticks out on me is when she told the coach, you know, it seems like you're always, you know, jugging at me and and you know, you know, picking me or picking at me. And the coach told her say when I stop doing that, that's when you're supposed to worry. And and you know, and that's what I I tell a lot of the youth when I go into the schools. I say, you know, you may think that the teachers are, you know, badgering you, but it's just that when people, you know, notice that you can give more than what you're giving. It's just like um, Tracy Byron Young, who has her um, her dance show, Step Step It Up, um, on um, Lifetime, and how she says that, yeah, I know my dancers give me 100%, but I want 150%. Mm. Yeah, you know, you know. So I I do believe that mentorship is 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 very important um, because we do need to look towards people who are where 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 we want to be, 
mm-hmm. and who are do who are doing the things that we want to be doing. I, you know, I can remember when I was uh, when my kids were young, I would look for mothers whose children were a bit older than mine, who were acting and doing the things that I kind of wanted my kids to be doing because I wanted to know, you know, what are you doing? How do you do that? You know, what are you doing? And right. you know. And, you know, I would have some people kind of take me up under their wings, you know, because I needed, I wanted direction in, 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 in you know, how to raise my children. But, mm-hmm. you know, the same as, you know, with, with this show, you know, one of the things that well, we're doing three things, we're working with budding entrepreneurs, you know, those who have a vision, have a dream, but don't know where to take it, as well as those who are interested in personal and professional development. Because it's all about growing. Yeah, all about learning. You know, we should all be lifelong learners. Of course. You You never stop learning. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. So a part of recognizing that I don't know it all. You know, I don't have all the answers. And am I willing to look towards those who may know some things that I don't know? You know, Mm -hmm. am I willing to learn? Am I willing to learn? It's like with me, you know, well, of course, you know, being a poet, but I love words. Sometimes I think if if the 26 letters of the alphabet could talk, they would probably press charges against me, (laughs) honestly, because I, you know, actually dig deeper into the words than what they are. So it's like you're we're discussing purpose and yeah. you know, I tell people pay attention and take note that the word rose also lies within the midst of the word purpose. And like a rose has to blossom and bloom, so does your purpose have to do the same thing. So of course with depression I I tell people, you know, I've lately I've told people I say if you pay attention, depression is talking to you and telling you to press on because if you do lowercase d, lowercase e, capital P, capital R, capital E, capital S, capital S, lowercase i, capital O, capital N. Mm. You got to always read between the lines and go off the surface. We we are surface living individuals, especially once we become adults. And sometimes right. we have to we have to take that plunge and we have to go a little bit deeper than what appears before us. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep, that's true. Very true. So, butterfly, while we you know while we have you on the air, I'm so happy to have you here. You know, tell us a little bit about you for those who who don't know you and and you know you will be on the show in, in in the next couple of weeks but you know give us a, a peek preview tell us a little bit about yourself and um you know and how you've been able to actualize you know your dreams well pretty much um Miami native born and raised here um the let me Archibald tell you this is a, let me tell you let me let me tell you this is an international show so some folks don't know where here is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am a Miami native, born and raised in Miami, Florida, or as they say, Dade County, or zip code wise, 305. <laughs> 305. <laughs> um, or area code, I should say, area code, 305. And um, pretty much I, I've always been, I grew up, 
kind of like an only child because my brothers and sisters, you know, are 14, 18, 20 years older than me. And my mom, once I reached, you know, you know, to go to it in my 20s. You know, I'm here. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes I'm hearing a little background noise. Um, okay, go ahead. I can hear you clearly. Yes. She told me that, um, you know, that it would annoy her that whenever she, you know, whenever I would ask, can I go outside or I can go somewhere, and she would say no. She said that it annoyed her that I didn't question her or challenge her with regard to saying, well, why? You know, and I and, and that's just it. I, I'm not really much of a question person. It's like I don't question you because I personally don't like to be questioned too much on, you know, for the most part. And I, I just always felt that everything happens for a reason. If if I ask you for whatever and you say no, you said no for a reason. So to stand there and banter back and forth, well, why I can't go outside and how come and, you know, well, so-and-so parents let them go. So with that, I flipped that energy, and that's what made me fall deeper in love with music because I would just, you know, come and and get caught up in listening to the radio, and then I started writing, and then that's when I got deeper into the poetry. And that's why I say everything happens for a reason because that nature of how my mom was with me as a child and a teenager was only preparing me for the person and the artist that I have become today. And then, yes, I walked out on faith in 2002, you know, left behind, you know, good money, <laughs> that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And or as people of society refer to it, stability, you know, when you know you're getting mm-hmm. a paycheck every week, every two weeks or every month if you work for the state. But it was one of those that that's just it. I realized that we as individuals are here for a purpose and we're here on a mission or several missions. And so to continuously, you know, make up excuses or, you know, settle for whatever and say, oh, I don't think this would be appreciated. Oh, I don't think da 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 da. I took a chance. And in taking okay. that chance, I developed myself. I branded myself in a manner to where, you know, I'm pretty much stretched. <laughs> and it's been 13 years. Wow. Yeah, it's been 13 years. And in actual, I I was going to um, post up. Well, I'm still going to post it on Facebook. Um, you know, nothing, that nothing, not that anything is going to happen. But my state of mind right now is, you know, where it's a moment where I've looked at the real of my life and I have pretty much experienced every moment that I've ever spoken of or thought of. So it was, it's a matter of, you know, if God will complete, I'm ready for you to come back home. Wow. Many will never experience, you know, and and I'm a strong, strong believer in words being powerful and that, yes, what you put out into the universe will marinate and become lifelike. 
Yeah, so you must be careful. That saying, be careful of what you ask for because you will get it, yeah. is real and very true. Mm-hmm. Well, very true. Everything that I just said, you know, when I was younger, and, you know, not even a teenager, and I used to watch Good Times, you know, I would say, you know, talk to the TV and say, I'm going to meet them one day. I don't know when, I don't know how, but I'm going to meet them one day. And sure enough, within the last, you know, 10 years, I have met, actually 12 or 13 years, I have met all the children um, on Good Times. I've met Michael, I've met JJ, and I've met Thelma. Oh, wow. And I used to I used to read the Jet magazine and when it comes to like you know um picture of the week I would you know I would say one day I'm a Jet magazine I don't know for what and I don't know when and I don't know how and sure enough in 2008 I dedicated all of my um design haircuts to Barack Obama and so sure enough one of the haircuts was a peace sign where in one of the circle parts of the peace sign was the side facial image of Barack and sure enough Jet magazine printed it it was the picture of the week Oh wow, wow. that's blended I and really... I, mean, I, can, I can it's one of those I can go on and I can go on you know um yeah. But basically, I am, if you wanted to know what faith looks like, I am that faith. If you wanted to know what um, believing in yourself and having confidence looks like, I am that. Like, I I can tell you some faith walk stories that will make your head spin. Well, we look forward to those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we absolutely do, and... And I, I like how you talk about the, 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 the power of words. And, um, you know, we are all in agreement because we practice, we, we truly practice our words and how we, what we allow to come out of our mouth and, and um, you know, how we, uh, you know, how we talk to ourselves and, and how we talk to other people. Yes. Because, yeah, because when you talk about living your life on purpose and, and creating a life you love, you know, it really is, that word love, you know, is all about being in alignment, you mm-hmm. know, feeling good, feeling good about yourself and feeling good about others. And, and that could sound in the beginning, you know, in the beginning of that practice, it could be kind of, it could sound kind of, I don't know, cheesy maybe even um, to right. say, you know, to say that, um, you know, not only are we, you know, loving ourselves, and, but we loving other people no matter what. But, you know, that doesn't mean that, um, you know, that doesn't mean that I uh, will just allow people to say anything or do anything to me. But what that means, like for me, is that I'm really paying attention to, how I'm talking to myself, and I'm 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 loving on myself. I'm patting myself on the back, not only for the big things, but for the small mm-hmm. things. You know, for definitely the small, the small things. things. Absolutely, because small things lead to big things. You know, absolutely. And and I, I tell people, you know, you you have to pay attention, and you have to teach people how to treat you when 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 people make those statements of oh he hurt me no you hurt you 
Because yeah. a person is going to do to you what you allow. So yeah. as long as you allow anything of a negative tone or a belittling tone towards you as a person and your character, as long as you keep allowing it to take place, that person is going to continue to do it. Mm-hmm. Very true. You you have to embrace the value of you. You have to know the value of you. And mm-hmm. and trust me, when you walk into a room, the way you walk into a room should speak for you. Your mouth speaks. You should you should walk into a room in a manner to where several conversations just stop, like literally stop and. Within each little click of conversation, someone is like, "Okay, who is that that just walked into the room?" So, so butterfly, give us a couple of tips on how you, you know, how you've learned how to, um, you know, to do that to feel so good about who you are that it it shows on the outside. You know, people don't even have to ask or I mean, it just it's just it just shows. How do you do that? Well, for me, you know, I tell everybody everything is a process. You don't, you know, I mean, I'm 43, so I didn't just, bam, get here. It took some time, you know, because, again, at the end of the day, we're all human first, and then everything thereafter follows. But for me, it was just growing a little bit deeper into the spiritual essence of myself and knowing, one, I was born by myself, Two, I'm going to die by myself. So in between is the dash. So my only desire is to live out that dash as best as possible, and my aim and focus is to be a legacy and legend. And Mm. knowing that the way you treat a person really sticks and stays with them, even if they only meet you for five minutes. I let people know when a person comes into your space and your path, they should walk away with something, and that's just it. Your name or the thought of you should be connected with them for the rest of their lives to the point to where, yes, if you meet someone today, have a conversation that lasts for at least 45 minutes to two hours max, depending on where you are, your environment, your setting. It should be a matter that if four to five years from now you don't see each other, but when you do and you run into each other, that person should say, oh, man, you know what? I was just talking about you last week. Mm-hmm. You should always desire to be impactful in the life of someone else. Yes, and then another thing, you know, to deal with, you know, maintaining confidence and believing in who I am and doing what I do, I connect and relate to Jesus. That's very deep, but in the sense that they talked about him, and I mean talked about him. So who am I as mere mortals to think that I am exempt from, you know, people not talking about me or 
being envious of me or being jealous of me or questioning me. They doubted him. But it didn't stop him. The doubting and the confusion and the not believing, you know, that he was a man of miracles, you know, it didn't stop him. He still continued. And so with that, you know, connection and that relation, that's how I live my life. Okay. All right. And I remember I remember Wanda made a comment. She said Wanda said and I still remember that she says, I follow the fun. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, so right. So there you know, there you know, there are many things that we can do to um you know, to be mindful of the journey that we're on because we're all mm-hmm. on this journey to live yeah, our life for purpose. Yes. Yes. It's like I tell people, you know, everybody wants to be a star. I don't want to be a star. I want to be the moon because stars fade. But the moon, you can still see an image of the moon in the daytime. Mm. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, um, say that again. No, I was telling her I love her level of confidence. That's really good. If everybody thought like that, boy, would this world be a different place. Oh, definitely. And it's a process, you know. It's a process. It's a a process. It's steps. It's levels. Um, It's definitely, you know, a period of you coming to a level of understanding as well. And, and and maturity, definitely maturity. Yes. Maturity yes. will always play a role and play a part. It's like yes. lately my my saying has been, let it slide, let it ride. And basically mm-hmm. what that what that relates to or boils down to is, you know, don't sweat stuff that is not worth your time and your energy. I right. like that. I like that. I can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm going to try more. <laughs> yeah, and and that's just it. You know, it's it's just like being in school, and your teacher used to tell you, you know, you get an E effort. So, right. and again, it was said earlier that we moved away. Like, with children can teach us so much. I actually have it circulating right now. There's a six-year-old that. She's doing her plea, you know, and explaining herself with regards to, you know, her mom after, you know, a divorce. But the way this young girl is talking is like, gives you chills, and you're like, she's an old soul. She's been here before. I mean, she's using words like especially. <laughs> and saying, you know, mentioning your purpose. And, I mean, you know, it'll float or get to you all some way, somehow, because it's it's out there. It's, it's out there and it's circulating here and there. But that's just it. They have no filter. You know, they, know. They, do, they do what they feel and what they think, and they don't care. That's why that saying, once a man, twice a child, is very real and it's very true. And I'm actually experiencing that you know, with my mom being that, you know, in a couple of days, um, she's going to be 80. 
And, you know, within the last four or five years, I have and I am experiencing that it is true. Once a man, twice a child. Because she does some things or says some things that make me just say, oh, my gosh, really? But it's so childlike. And if we can see, see, what happened is once we became adults, most of us, we buried our inner child. We stop allowing our inner child to live. And honestly, the moment we did that, that's when we pretty much boxed ourselves in. Right. Because children are so bold, they're very brave, they speak their mind, they act for what they want. And once we became adults, we shut that down. We shut that that bravery down. We shut that bold and confidence of an attitude down. And mainly not on our own, you know, cognitive. It's something that happened. Maybe someone, you know, because life happens. People mm-hmm. happen and, and cross your path, you know, to distract you or to take you off course or to change your state of mind. Yeah. You know, but it's like, yeah, you know, you make some some very great points. And um, a lot of times I I, I teach a class and a lot of times I I say that, you know, as an adult, we, you know, we have an opportunity to kind of reconnect with who we really are because we we do Mm -hmm. lose that. You know, we do lose that. But, um, yeah, I think this has been a really, really great conversation um, our time is winding down, and so, um, you know, um, I'd like for us to have, you know, additional conversations, um, you know, about this or similar topics. And, Wanda, we, we, we're looking forward to you being on our show, um, you know, and I think it's two weeks, um, in two weeks. Butterfly, but, but yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, bring this show to a close, and we'd like to thank you, our listening audience. Um, this is the show where we provide you with education, information, and resources in the areas of self care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness challenges and solutions. Please follow us on Blog Talk Radio, um, and we'll see you again next week. All right, ladies, have a great week. All right. Okay. Have a supernatural blessed week. Thank you. Thanks, Thank you. Butterfly. <laughs> Quite welcome. All right. Bye, ladies. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Don't mess with Mr. In-Between. Don't mess with Mr. In-Between. Oh.